0: good news everybody you're pexing with the legends we are your hosts from the gamer editing team i feel like i missed a word there doesn't yeah, matter right my, Nailed na- it. <laughs> my name is eric and this week i'm blasting that devo baby
1: oh it's your boyfriend or andrew and uh i'm still just using the wingman and mastiff every single patch i ignore the notes and i just use the same <laughs> weapons let's go
0: uh, if you are just listening to us, you may not have noticed yet. Whitney is not here this week. She had real-life things to do, but she will be back next week. We didn't fire her from the show. Don't worry. Whitney we will be back. Be, yes. She's a bedrock of this podcast. Uh, this is week one of season six. Um, we have about a million things to talk about, but I think that this week what we're going to do is run through all of the patch notes, top to bottom, because that's... a that's a lot, and then uh, I think next week we'll pick back up. We'll talk about more of the map changes in depth when we've had a little bit more time to play. We've been playing a lot, I'm sure. Andrew, you've played a ton already, right?
1: Yeah, I've already grinded the battle pass level ten, so whatever that is.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm somewhere around there too. So we've both been playing a ton, but I think next week we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about the the comic that we unlocked because I haven't looked at that yet. Uh, and we'll talk about the, the map changes and more of the in-game stuff. Uh, today, what we're going to do is talk about the high-level stuff and just run through all the patch notes. So, first things first. Uh, skipping right past uh, new legend, new gun uh, crafting system. We'll get there. Let's jump in to the new armor meta. And Andrew, try to explain to us how armor works now uh, and say it without uh, being full of spite, if you can.
1: Greetings. I will now be explaining the new armor. <laughs> so, yeah, there's, there's been uh, some simple but very drastic changes, I'd say, to how armor uh, functions and that everything is now Evo armor. However, uh, you can find this Evo armor in any state in that it can be white, it can be blue, and it can be purple on the ground. That means that most of the time you'll just be finding a lot of white Evo armor. It appears the same and that it's still glowing. And uh, the most notable change they made to Evo armor on top of this is that white uh, has its traditional 25 uh, points of protection, blue at 50, purple at 75. So armor is essentially weaker. So, white, normal white armor used to give you 50, blue would give you 75, and purple would give you 100. So now that's been scaled back so that the time to kill is lower. So you're more vulnerable for more of the game most of the time. There is still gold armor on the map, which offers the full 100 and the fast heal. So you can level this Evo armor up to red, which will also go to 100 rather than 125. That, I believe, covers all of the armor changes. Yeah, I I
0: think I've picked up gold, and I'm pretty sure gold is still 75. Oh. You could. you're
1: actually right. You're 100% right. That's yeah. my my bad. So red is the strongest uh and gold is weaker but you can it's better than purple in that you can still fast heal. It has the perk. With, or, yeah, it has the perk where healing's more efficient. So if you do a sell, you'll get 50. Yeah. Itself.
0: Yeah, the one, the one other thing is that you now start with a level 0 evo. So even if you don't pick one up, you can start leveling your your blank shield immediately. I actually didn't even notice that. So I just learned something. <laughs> yeah. So you start with a level 0. If you do 50 damage it turns white. So it's mm. it's 50 damage to white, 125 to blue, 250 to purple and 500 to red. Okay. Um so yeah, so uh the best way to think of it I guess is that every stage of armor is one step down now. A red is now a purple, a purple is now a blue, a blue is now a white. Um, and there's only Evo except for the gold. The gold is not an Evo. Um, big big change, right? What do you think?
1: I kind of like it. I, I like it uh, as its own thing because uh, it incentivizes... Um, those those mid-game skirmishes that I think uh, de-incentivize camping. So in a way, I like it. I like that. I, I think it really punishes people who camp. Because already multiple times I've run into to three stacks that seem like they've been in, sort of in the same building or same position for a long time. And they almost always just have white armor. And then the more active teams are more difficult when we run into them because they almost always have at least like a blue level armor. So that's kind of good. However, I don't like it um, in in tandem with the weapon changes because I believe we now have the most powerful pool of floor loot ever in Apex. Now that you can get a turbocharged devotion, the Wingman and Mastiff, those uh, high miss percentage but high damage when you hit weapons are even more powerful now that uh, players essentially on average are going to be weaker than they normally are. Um, The care package weapons are all incredibly strong. So I think it's good, but in a way, I'm not sure if I like how easy it is to just get killed when there's still sound issues with footsteps and silent devotions getting gunned down by the vault or the devotion with your back turned before you have a chance to react. So it's like, it's good and bad.
0: Yeah. I was totally on board until the part where everything got a, got stepped down 25, damn it. Mm. Um, that's when I started to be like, oh, this this is maybe not just a healthy change. It's like a dramatic change because I'm with you. Like the idea that I I guess I'm of two minds. One is that I really like that. I'm in a way gaining experience points as I play and leveling up my armor. And like now every time I see an enemy, I have an incentive to take the shot because I'm getting stronger when I deal damage. So I think about like, you know, apex many seasons ago where, where a lot of encounters I would try to Maybe hide if I didn't have the advantage or try to sneak into the late game for more battle pass experience or something. But now I feel like I have a better chance to win fights if I start the engagement. So I'm leveling up my character. It's sort of like this RPG feel that really resonates with me. So I like that a yeah. lot. I almost, I almost wish that it was no armor and you could only level it up. Everybody started with level zero armor, and just whoever did the most damage you know, but I realized you you know you drop and you get into situations where you don 't see anyone or like you can just feel like you don't have a chance and maybe you don't even play out the game if you don 't get an early advantage, so you still have to have blue drops and purple drops i i I do get that, but then when you lower how much damage they take, thus lowering the ttk, which is the point, uh I just feel like. I'm getting shot in the back all the time. I feel like <laughs> I'm feel like i getting more kills, but I'm getting killed out of nowhere a lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that don't feel good. And I imagine at, at even higher level play, that feels even worse when people don't miss shots. And it can start to feel like, well, he saw me before I saw him, so I lost. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah, Dramatic change.
1: That, yeah, that's like a lot of the, the main issue is that Apex is just a game where you have a lot of options at range to deal with players specifically those who are very well practiced like they're gonna they can deal very quickly upwards of 100 damage if you're just out in the open transitioning one one poi to the next Mm -hmm. if they see you if they see you and you don't immediately have cover you can essentially insta die at the mid to long range which i think can be brutal specifically to new players also just in general um because you don't have a lot of options Uh, where this extra 25 essentially that we're missing kind of you're feeling the the weight of it in these games i feel like if there's an easier way to detect when danger is near or to understand when somebody with an energy weapon or some other powerful weapon uh, is close and you can find a way to respond and and avoid it I wouldn't mind it as much but right now it's it seems like it's difficult to find solutions if you're not already aware that they're coming or they're near uh, they're you know if they've shot you there's a way you can instantly escape.
0: Yeah, I f- I'm also already finding how it sh- it has the effect of changing my inventory management because shield cells are so much more valuable now. Cuz uh as you you know one you're you're getting hits off of your shield faster cuz you have less Less segments, but also um every time you level it up, you have to heal it up, right? It doesn't automatically fill, so mm-hmm. I'm finding that I have to carry more shield cells, which is a new balancing act because that means I can have less of you know ammo or something else that I need. Are, are do you feel like your like shield cells are like more valuable now, or is that am I going too far with that?
1: No, I think 100. It's like it seems like a small thing when you talk about it, but in, in practicality, I think it's like. Really, really a big deal. And not only that, uh, it's more important than ever to stay healthy before you re engage or re someone. I found that I could take some liberties. If I'm walking around with like a blue shield and I get, you know, half the blue shield knocked off, I can probably take a re maybe. Now, if you're, if you get shot and you have a blue shield, it's pretty much like with most heavy hitting weapons, the blue shield's gone. You got to reheal. Yeah. You really can't take risks anymore as, as much because your shields, if you get pinged first, you almost always, it favors just healing first and then peaking. So, you, I just find that I always have to use what, what's in my inventory. So, it burns faster.
0: Yeah. I find the, the other thing I'm going to have to get used to over the season is thinking about what each color means. Cause there's a strategy, there's a way that I act when I ping somebody and I see that they're purple or blue or white, you know? And if, they, if I hit somebody and they're white, I'm much more likely to push before the season. Now I have to get it into my head that like blue equals white. <laughs> and so if I if I tap somebody <laughs> and I see blue, like that means they only have 50 armor, you know. Yeah. Like go for them. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's a lot to wrap our minds around. I totally get that some people are not happy um because they liked that higher TCK. Um but we'll just have to see, and I know that you know, they're not going to stick to it if everyone hates it. That's the one thing uh that I can trust about uh, the respawn team is like, if this sucks, it'll go away. Right. So, um, okay. Uh, real quick hollow sprays. I wanted to say something that was funny about it. I, I, you probably noticed this, but when you win a game, it prompts you to, to use your spray.
1: Oh, I haven't seen that. <laughs> do you even have sprays? Cause I don't have any unlocked. Uh, or- you can, you can
0: buy some, you, you can craft some. So there's, but don't they cost like a ton? They do. They're expensive. Yeah. There's some, okay. there's some on the battle pass. I think there's only a, there's not one for every character, for sure. Yeah, which, right, right. That's right. what I was hoping. Yeah. Um, and I think every character only has two right now. Not even. Some have one. Some have one. Okay. They're yeah. cool. I, I do yeah, like them. Really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you win a game, it pops up on your screen, spray. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. <laughs> do you want to make your opponents mad real fast? <laughs> well, of yeah. course I do. <laughs> I think somebody said, or I read somewhere that if you spam crouch, it'll prompt you. Like, if you teabag... Oh, yeah. I've heard that, too. Yeah. (laughs) It'll prompt you to use it. Um, So that's pretty clever. Uh, I wonder
1: if it only prompts you if you have one available to use. Yes. Yeah, you have to have one equipped. Okay, okay. Yeah, so that's the only disappointing part, is that I can't afford one, so I'm personally angry. But (laughs) at the same time, I kind of like that they're hard to get because you won't be able to see them a lot, and they mean more than when they're used.
0: Right. And the thing that we were worried about is them junking up the arena, Mm. like... We're, I'm, we're not seeing them at all. And obviously, it's early. People are going to unlock them. But, you know, just using them when you get a kill is, like, the way that they're meant to be used, I guess. Yeah. When you wipe a team. um. Okay. There, I do... I know we're going to talk about the quest next week. But in the notes, it says, follow the story from Season 5 Quest, now in full color, Illustrated Comics. I... Um, So it says, yeah, it says uh, in the patch notes for the quest, it says, follow the story from season five quest now in full color illustrated comics. But I I took a peek at the first one and it looks like it's a new story. It looks like the quest for this season, there's seven of them. Whereas Mm -hmm. last season there was 11. uh, And it looks like it's a new story about something Rampart is doing.
1: That makes me really happy. And I guess that makes sense with the wording, right? If they said from season five. I it depends on how you interpret from. <laughs> yeah. Starting from where season five left off or the you know, the story from season five. <laughs> um but I I I'm glad to hear that because I liked the lore element during season five. I thought it was really cool. Even if, you know, some of the missions were underwhelming. I liked seeing the characters interact in a way that wasn't just us shooting each other and their quips and stuff. So if even if all we get for now is a comic series that has that features rampart like that makes me happy to hear i haven't peeked at them yet so
0: yeah good We'll we'll talk about that next week and figure it out but right now i'm a little confused about it um okay let's get into our legends uh balance changes uh the big thing that they're the big thing they did this season was uh the update to the recon class and they gave (laughs) they gave pathfinders passive to crypto and bloodhound uh Mm -hmm. i did not see that coming Do they hate Pathfinder?
1: I think it's confirmed that uh, they hate not just Pathfinder, but
0: any robot. <laughs> any robot, they hate them. <laughs> I mean, uh, this, is, this is bizarre. They're, I, I want to read what they said about it. Uh, we're taking a look at the recon class. A class built around information gathering should be powerful in a BR where knowing where the enemy is is often the difference between life and death. But out of the three legends in the recon class, Pathfinder, Crypto, and Bloodhound, one dominates in terms of in-game performance. It's the robot. In this patch, we're mostly buffing Bloodhound as they needed the most, needed help the most. Crypto's changes are a mixed bag, which I don't, I don't think that's accurate. But Crypto's changes are a mixed bag, as we also found one bug we had to fix. Basically, that I, 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 didn't, I don't know if I encountered the bug, but basically when you shot at the drone, you weren't always hitting the drone, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. You,
1: you wouldn't know because what they mean is like, you know, I don't know if you noticed, but I, since his whatever last patch, his drone has been borderline invincible. You have to land a, mm. a massive amount of shots in succession to kill the thing or a shoddy like massive of hundred something hit like point blank. Uh, so it'll show green, right? When you think you're doing damage, mm-hmm. what, what it's saying is like those green things that were popping up, even though it gave you indication you're doing damage, you weren't actually doing damage. It's kind of like no reg. Okay. Essentially, it's
0: like that. Okay. So, so yeah, we have big changes uh, for all three of our recon characters. Uh, mm-hmm. um, by giving path, Pathfinder's passive, his ability to, to do the scan and see where the next ring is going to be, they gave that to Bloodhound and Crypto. And to help out Pathfinder, what the, here's what they did. Zipline gun cooldown reduced by 10 seconds... So his alt reduced by 10 seconds. Each time Pathfinder scans a beacon up to six rings per game for a total reduction from 120 seconds to 60 seconds. What? I don't know.
1: I don't know either.
0: <laughs> How convoluted and weird is that?
1: Man, it's uh, yeah, it's like, who cares? I, I don't know. I, somebody tweeted, I think it was Albrelli who's like, one of the most famous pathfinder players pretty much said like who the hell scans six zones <laughs> <That's Pathfinder>. no <laughs> like, nobody does that <laughs> to, but,
0: uh, to chop 10 seconds off of your off of his zipline
1: it's really weird
0: it's so uh, weird it's si- it it reeks of like I, like they had no idea what to do that's kind of what it seems like
1: yeah and it seems like a weirdly complicated change too it's like they could have they could have done something just as not effective, but less weird, like less complicated. Just something straight up, you know, like reducing his gravel goal down by five seconds yeah. or whatever. I don't know.
0: So, uh, like, obviously we're goofing on it, but, like, here, here's why I think this is dumb and bad. <laughs> because I, I'm, I'm, I'm putting myself in the game. I am Pathfinder, and I'm trying to make a decision about what actions to take. And there is a 0% chance that I'm going to be like, hey, team, I know it's the first round, but I have to scan that because I only have one stack of cooldown reduction on my alt, and I need to get to three to be efficient in this game. <laughs> like, that makes... Yeah. There's no way I'm ever going to consider the cooldown. And it's like, if, you, if, if they intended it for it just to be like, oh, here's a little something extra, then it's pointless. It really yeah. does feel completely pointless.
1: It's definitely not enough incentive to like go scan the beacon again, and I don't know. It's just, it's weird.
0: <laughs> no, and I would love to see somebody like announce that a reduced cooldown on a zipline won them a game. <laughs> you know, like thank God it was only a one minute cooldown on the zipline, or we would have been in trouble. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I I agree. I think it's kind of bizarre. Yeah, uh, I think what how you got framed it the first way with like the they seem like they didn't really have a good idea and I, and even in the wording right didn't they say like we'll be we'll continue to look at them you know see what we can come up with <laughs> like, yeah I think there's something in there in the patch notes
0: um yeah I think I think they did say don't worry we're gonna keep working on Pathfinder but yeah um you know maybe they could have given him his tactical back <laughs> I don't know yeah, if they wanted be. to help him. <laughs> Um, Okay, so let's talk about Bloodhound. So kind of two big changes for Bloodhound. One is that um, while in the alt, if Bloodhound gets a knockdown or a kill before it ends, it'll extend the duration. I think maybe it always did that, but now it extends it more? Yeah,
1: something like that.
0: Yeah. So oh okay. So it used to, if you if you got a knockdown in the alt, it would extend it another five seconds. Now it extends it another fifteen seconds.
1: Mm, okay.
0: Uh which that's significant. The other one is that um the while alting, the cooldown for for Bloodhound's tactical is now six seconds. No, it's not. It's point nine seconds. Okay. While alting you can use Bloodhound's tactical every 0.9 seconds.
1: That's pretty intense.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So you can just spam that scan. You can already see everyone through smoke and Mm -hmm. at a distance, but now you can give that information to your whole team. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess the big question is, is that enough to get, you know, Bloodhound back on back, not back into, but into a, a top tier position is Bloodhound significantly more pickable Uh, with those advanced recon tactics? I'm going to go ahead and say yes, actually.
1: Really? Uh, The first team to make Predator this season was Reps, Albrelele, and Appraise. And they used, uh, I believe, Wraith, Bloodhound, Gibraltar. So Reps was playing Bloodhound. And uh, somebody actually from the squad that I'm running with is using Bloodhound. And I notice quite a different, like, there's presence now. If you have a Bloodhound, like, you know you have a Bloodhound. Because you, half the time, can see everyone you're fighting. And uh, the ult just seems like it's always there in battles, and rather than, like, what it used to be, which seemed to be sort of rare. Now it seems like, you know, he's... And I, and I see Bloodhound all the time, like, in matchmaking. I've seen it a lot in ranked and in public matches. So... Uh, I don't know if it'll be super useful and competitive, but I would not be surprised at all to see some teams using um, uh, Bloodhound. Not, I wouldn't be surprised at all.
0: I think I think I misread this, but I'm a little confused on what the numbers mean. Actually, maybe you can clarify this. So there's two there's two adjustments to Eye of the Allfather cooldown during Beast of the Hunt. So mm-hmm. that that's the tactical during the All. Mm-hmm. is so the cooldown itself went from 25 seconds to six seconds so that's how often they can use it right okay but then the second number is i the all-father total use time during beast of the hunt 1.8 seconds down to 0. 0.9 seconds Does, is that how long the enemies are highlighted
1: i believe so yeah
0: okay okay In my got head
1: it. That, that's that's what that means while you were reading it which i didn't realize earlier but yeah, that's how I'm interpreting it.
0: Okay. So yeah. It, so to clarify, that's that's a, a tiny bit of a nerf on the buff. Mm-hmm. So, and
1: it's simply and it sort of changes how you you, you would use it too. Because, because the, the cooldown on the tactical during the ultimate itself is pretty significant, right? Like you can use it way more now.
0: It went from twenty-five seconds down to six seconds.
1: I, I think in a way it's a buff, but you have to be really careful when you use it because there's that animation scanning. Right. But now you can use it like keep pinging it like sonar you know yeah yeah So bloodhound's kind of like a bat essentially that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to turn them into a bat creature yeah bloodhound
0: they're going to turn into a bat that's- <laughs> they're going to get main wings main they're going to start flying around <laughs> <laughs> um okay and then as for crypto so oh and also bloodhound can now use the the recon scanners. Mm-hmm. crypto can. Key-
1: Sorry to interrupt. He's got his own animation, I think. It's, I haven't used it, but I heard it's like some device he carries. Scan the beacon, so it's a new animation.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've, seen, I've, I've heard of that too, but I haven't played it. Uh, as for Crypto, Crypto can scan with the drone, which is nuts, uh, to be able to do that recon at, with no risk from as far away, from, you know, pretty far away. Instantly. Um, Instantly, yeah. But you have to, it's kind of weird. It's kind of bugged, I think, actually. You have to face yeah. it. So you'll get the prompt and the sound for scanning it, but it won't do it unless you're facing the front panel of the scanner. hmm Yeah. Uh, but
1: if you line it up correctly,
0: it's just instant, right? Yes. Yeah, it does it yeah. instantly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so uh, not only that, but also the respawn. Mm-hmm can activate, activate the respawn it instantly instant. with the drone. Um, <laughs> that's not all. Uh, doubled the drone's health, but fixed the bug where it was hard to hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, EMP will now slow teammates caught in the blast even if they had no shields. This means players who have used Revenant's Death Totem will also be slowed. So they're... We'll we'll get to Wraith, but they did a few things to try to break up we've talked about it on the show, but mm. that, that combo with with uh Revenant and Crypto and Wraith, that's just so OP. They've done they've made two nerfs to make that stop. So the, right. the drone went from thirty health to sixty health, and the drone's hitbox size has increased cube of edge length from sixteen to twenty-four. So it's got a it's got a bigger hitbox. Um yeah. That being said, even with those pseudo nerf buffs to the drone, like, how ridiculous is it that that drone can do scans and revives now instantly?
1: It's actually nuts. Crypto just got the hugest buff of his entire freaking life, and they have no clue. <laughs> yeah. Um, Pathfinder only... I don't know if they knew this. I don't know what it is with them in Pathfinder and evaluating Pathfinder. Pathfinder was only in the meta at all, because of his passive. Like That was it. They used him because he could scan beacons, and players could rotate really fast. That was like his utility, because his hitbox has always been weird. He's been a wonky character. He's had low profile. Everybody hates that on him. All sorts of stuff. Um, Not only did they give it to Bloodhound and Crypto, Crypto's ability to take advantage of that is now vastly superior to both Pathfinder and Bloodhound's. Uh, Crypto, I think, is pretty much a necessity. He's going to be massive in the meta now. Everybody thinks so, at least. We'll see, I guess, when they do the first tournament with the patch. Um, crypto's nuts. Crypto's absolutely nuts. I think uh, we'll be seeing a lot of Crypto. And yeah. I can't imagine... I cannot imagine they're going to keep Crypto in the state he is for long. Uh, he's He's absolutely overpowered, without a doubt.
0: He can just do so many things. I mean, if you mm-hmm. break down everything that the drone can do, it's like he has more abilities than every other legend does yeah um because you know there's a lot of things you might not know if you haven't played a lot of crypto like you do not have to be piloting that drone for that drone to to be tagging targets for example mm-hmm. like you can get the highlight on enemies just by having the drone in the vicinity Right you know? and you can place that thing, you can recall it, you can fly it somewhere else. Like, it's, it's a very versatile tool, it's not as simple as it seems, where it's just eyes in the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that it can scan recons and do revives, it's bananas, it's it really is crazy. bananas.
1: And, and a lot of the reason why it's bananas is it kind of renders Pathfinder so useless now at this point. Like, it, yeah, not only did he get really buffed, he just pretty much said, Hey, Pathfinder. Have fun on the bench, yeah, <laughs> and on top of that, to the credit, I think it makes a lot of sense with like his lore and his feel uh now it really does feel like that drone's like a hacker, you know it's getting into systems, it's doing stuff it's got a lot of function i I kind of like it, and plus it is even though it's kind of confusing with the text it's much easier to kill that thing. you tap that thing it's done mm. uh that that glitch where shots weren't registering on its hitbox was like very. Prevalent and how nuts it was to to kill those things. Uh, so now I think stopping the super is pretty practical because mm-hmm. you can shoot the drone down again. Whereas like you pretty much had to perform perfectly to stop that thing uh, if it was doing the ultimate animation. So now it's a lot more practical to destroy it. But right. still, it's it's like you said, he just has so much utility. Uh, it's hard to ignore his presence.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, okay let's let's get into the rest of these. Because there's a lot more hero changes, uh, or Legends changes. So as for Revenant, what we have... I actually thought this applied to Wraith, but they're putting it in Revenant's category. For two seconds after being recalled to the Death Totem, players cannot use Wraith's dimensional Wraith. So can you explain why anybody should care?
1: Uh, Yeah, so uh, what a lot of people were complaining about, especially in the competitive scene, was that there were teams that were... Essentially throwing their games with heavy, heavy aggression in the middle of tournaments, which is usually frowned upon in that they were using the death totem, instantly going through Wraith's portal that they were sending to use their extra lives to essentially do a ridiculous amount of damage on a team, with the third player being Crypto, uh, ulting them, so their shields are off, they're fighting Revenant forms. If you you barely win as that team and defend the Revenant forms, they're just going to respond by the totem uh, as their normal forms, go back through the portal, and then finish you off So you essentially had to kill six players at a disadvantage with your shields instantly. It was an incredibly powerful way to push teams, and now they're trying to weaken that push. Which, which a lot of people agree that it's kind of a weak way to, like, it's not that big of a, you know. Yeah. So, so
0: yeah. So it's those two things, right? Is one when you come back to the totem, you have to wait two seconds. Okay, (laughs) and the other is that uh, the crypto alt will slow your teammates.
1: Yeah, which that's not even that's a non issue. Any good team will just simply not be in range when the crypto goes off and then use the portal or just be riding the edge of that range yeah. and still push. So and plus the 2 second thing also incentivizes the team that went back to syringe up once before going through the portal so they'll just go through even stronger right. instead of being too eager to go back through at half health. So it's like right. it's almost like now a it way de- to force maturity.
0: It gives the other team the opportunity to heal too. That's true, yeah. Um but if both teams are just healing, then there's no advantage. Yeah, it does nothing, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. so we'll, you know, keep an eye on that one. It seems like that's yeah. still going to be happening. Um, yeah, I,
1: I think it still will be. But at the same time, because there's so many options at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if... Because even though it was being complained about, it's not like an overwhelming amount of teams are doing it. I don't, I don't know if it's the hugest problem. Yeah. But I think we'll still see it.
0: I think an interesting thing about Revenant this season is that the new shield meta is sort of a buff for him, because when mm-hmm. he when he alts, they still have the same amount of health, and if everybody just has less shields now, then Revenant just got stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, with with how crazy they made his alt last season, I still think we're gonna have lots of really strong Revenants running around for sure. Yeah. Uh, Okay, next one is uh, something for Octane. Uh, Can now use Stim while healing. Stim will not remove the slow you incur from healing. What does that mean?
1: I actually have not tried this because when I first read it, I was like, oh, I'm not sure if I understand. And I meant to test it in the firing range, and I forgot to test it. Okay. So have you seen that in practice?
0: No, I haven't. Um, I think, does it mean like because the Stim has a certain amount of time that it lasts that you had to wait to heal until it ended? but now you can heal while it's going. You just won't get the speed boost. It kind of like cancels the, the speed, bo- the stim. I don't know. We'll have to test it. Yeah.
1: I almost feel like, cause you could heal while stimming earlier, right? You just instantly slowed completely to the, the walking speed.
0: I don't now know. That's what it says. Walk now. a little
1: faster or I, I'm not sure that does require testing or somebody who plays octane to, to expound on that. I'm not exactly sure.
0: Yeah. Um, we'll talk about that next week after we get a chance to try it. Uh, Loba, yeah. Loba is black market. Her alt, uh, cooldown has gone from three minutes to 90 seconds. Um, probably is not going to have a big impact, but, uh, great for people like for f- the fun factor, you know, mm-hmm. cause I play Loba for fun, not, yeah. not, not to win. And I think, I know that kind of is weird. That doesn't really make sense, but like, there are definitely like same with Octane. I play Octane for fun, not to win. Um, and I don't know, I don't know if that makes her more viable compared to everybody else now, but what do you,
1: yeah, my, my main thing is like, especially, especially with crafting materials being a a way to sort of get, I've already used it to get skull piercers, purple heavy mags for my wingman. Like it's been surprisingly effective in topping off my loot, which is, I guess the one cool thing about Loba and specifically because other teams can use Loba's black market which is like 90% I'll be like oh somebody use Loba's black market and I'll just go snag what I need from it it's almost helpful to me and other teams like so it's just Loba... bad players
0: not closing their market though
1: oh yeah you can close them that's true bad... yeah. okay good point good point um, but at the same time I still feel like Loba may actually be the the weakest legend now mm. um, I would love to see see her later on get a patch that absolutely makes her broken in a good way Such as removing the animation for blink. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, that'd just be so cool if you could just blink around and actually. I think that would balance her. I don't Mm -hmm. even think it'd make her broken. I'd just make her way more fun and
0: way uh, more fun,
1: versatile. Yeah. Um, I don't have a lot of thoughts on that. I think it's like you said; she's just for fun at this point.
0: Yeah. We have a uh, flip flop. (laughs) We have a Gibraltar nerf and an equal Bangalore buff. There is, mm. <clears throat> there's a minute and a half swap. Uh, Gibraltar's cooldown for defensive bombardment, uh, increased from three minutes to four and a half, while at the same time Bangalore's all rolling thunder decreased from four and a half to three. So mm-hmm. it took a minute and a half from Gibraltar and gave it to Bangalore. Uh, yeah. #Hashtag Leave Gibraltar Alone. <laughs> <laughs> Stop every. How many patches in a row have we seen Gibraltar take a ding?
1: I'm not sure, uh, but yeah, they've been punching him in the face ever since he became meta. Yeah. um, I don't-, I don't mind this one as much, though, because I feel like Gibraltar's always been really strong simply because he's so hard to kill with his gun shield and fortified. Yeah. And his shield, his tactical is just so useful in every situation. However, I think the main reason I like it is because Bangalore's ult was weaker. The fact that it took longer to get was always bizarre, and Bangalore's underplayed, I think. And that gives her some more utility, I guess. So I, I don't mind that change as much. But yeah, they do be doing my boy Gibraltar pretty dirty.
0: Yeah, I guess I get. I have more of a fundamental problem with Bangalore's alt in that it. it I don't need to use it more. I need it to be. I need it to function different to feel like I can get good use out of it because mm-hmm. it's just. I think the intention of using it for zoning doesn't really mesh very well with the layout of maps and the way fights actually play out. I, mm-hmm. I rarely, and maybe I'm just bad, or I am bad, but I rarely feel like I get a significant advantage from using Bangalore's alt, even if I have intention behind the way that I use it. Even if I th- I'm thinking like, okay, if I can alt now, it's going to push them either this direction or this direction, and then my team will have an advantage. It never seems to go that way.
1: Yeah, actually, you're right. In fact, I think one, I just thought of a cool change. I, I hate wasting time on the podcast talking about it, a potential idea, but this would be so <laughs> cool. to say it. If, if they kept it, everything exactly the same, but instead of like those rockets that stick in the ground, they function more like landmines, that would make her way better, straight up. Like if you touch them, they explode. They persist until you, yeah. But they'll still explode after a set amount of time anyways, so that it's, still ha- it's just as good. It's just way more dangerous for players who are caught in it. Because when I get caught in that, it's nothing. I can just run straight through the entire area, looking at the indicators. Like, yeah, it's so and it's so easy to either just run out of it, or even inside of it. There's usually some dead spaces where you can escape the blast radius. So because it'd be super cool. Yeah, if they just went off, if you hit one.
0: Yeah, the way that they land on different elevation. You know, one will land on a rock next to you, and you just stand next to the rock, and you're fine. Yeah, you know, or typically what happens is that the enemy just pushes away from you. And if it's intended to work in a way that's, like, create space so that I can, like, you know, my team's at a disadvantage and I need to heal. And I think that sort of makes sense, like, with her smoke. But who wants to play a character that's, like, all their abilities are meant for when you're doing bad? You know? Yeah.
1: That's that's actually true. Good point.
0: So, um, yeah, I don't, you know, reducing the cooldown is, I'm glad they want to make Bangalore better, but that ain't it. Um, <laughs> Wraith. Dimensional Rift, increased alt cooldown from 150 seconds to 210 seconds. Two and a half minutes to three and a half minutes on the portal. Mm -hmm. Uh, Leave Wraith alone?
1: Yeah. Stop it. What a disgusting attack.
0: Are you even playing Wraith these days? (laughs) (laughs) Does anyone play Wraith anymore? Who plays Wraith? (laughs) 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 <laughs> um wraith was dominant for i want to say the first four seasons consistently yeah. so they said enough of that and just they're taking her down to dead
1: they're never going to because her abilities are so unique and mandatory it's like well i guess maybe not mandatory but i don't know it's just a mistake to keep nerfing her yeah i i think i've always held the view that wraith is Close to a perfect legend when it comes to team utility and individual like fun and outplayability, yeah. and that they need to do a better job making other legends like Wraith rather than beating Wraith down, she's so popular because she's so well designed and useful. Right. I just wish that, that they weren't like, well, other legends are getting picked. let's just make Wraith really bad <laughs> just like and not fun to use.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think everybody has an issue when when nerfs are just value changes you know, rather than yeah. like a rework of some kind, because like, yeah, of course you can just keep making her cooldowns longer and make her animations longer and make her less fun to play. Yeah. But like what she does is still good. If you're in a position to use those tools, it's just like, mm-hmm. now I get to do those things less. I get to have less fun when I play her.
1: Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> exactly. I, man, I see this all the time and I think I stole it from you. Cause one time you said it once, like it was, some relatively insignificant thought no eric it was a genius thought <laughs> and it's anything that game developers do where they make the uh punishment or what you need to do to get that thing waiting that just makes the game less fun and right. there's no there's no oh i felt like i earned this there at all like i i don't like patience exercises i i think it's a non-creative way to balance yeah and any yeah like you said anything that just extends the animation time or cooldown i think is a non creative way to change i don't know yeah like you said it just remove it's just less fun
0: but it's hard to be critical when it's like this overpowered character is getting balanced and it's yeah. like we're whining about it but like legitimately like i think these changes kind of suck <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> yeah uh, we're like we're like the criticism comes with that we understand how difficult the balancing act is right. to figure out as the developers so Yeah, There's respect there, but still, come on. (laughs) We got to keep going.
0: There's so much. Uh, Last one, Watson. Trophy system will now shoot down caustic barrels in flight as they would have landed inside the range of the trophy. I feel like it should have just always done that.
1: Yeah, I was like, love it.
0: Yeah, it should have just always done that. (laughs) I can't believe it took so. I mean, I guess enough people weren't complaining about it, but, like, good. (laughs) Good, good fix. Okay. Uh, Loot. Here we go. Uh, Extended energy mags and the turbocharger hop-up. Uh, we are in the Season of Energy, and it's crazy. I think, uh, aside from the shields, the biggest talking point this season is uh, all of the energy weapons. Uh, yeah. uh, every energy weapon got a buff with these extended... Now, they can all use the extended, right? Or the, maybe the L-Star can't.
1: I, I don't know about the L-Star, because I haven't picked it up, but the other ones can, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah so everything has more ammo, and you know, we'll get to the Havoc. They rebalance, or they, they change the spread for that. The devotion's back. It has the turbocharger. We have the vault, which is also strong. It's like, everything is energy. I feel like I'm only picking up energy, uh, in most games and I'm only getting killed by energy. Yeah. Uh, is that just, you feel like that's just like a seasonal thing, just like the theme of the season or does it feel like a, well, how does that change feel to you? How does it change the game for you?
1: I believe Daltoosh put out a tweet of, like, one of the TikToks he made that I found hilarious. Um, and, he like, it was just, like, two short little videos. One was seasons one through four. And it was, like, him, uh, you know, there were, like, some normal sound effects of, like, warfare, almost like, you know, what you hear in Call of Duty. And he was acting like he was going around with a gun. and then And then it was, like, season six. And then it was just this full-out Star Wars fleet battle, of laser <laughs> yeah. gun down. And he was like, <laughs> like, "It was just like tons of laser guns." Yeah, it's so funny to me. So yeah, I think that's. I don't know if they meant to do it, but like, in my in my head, like the Vault and the Devotion are both in that S tier of weapons. Uh, they're just absolutely dominant, and then right below that, the Havoc is still insanely good. <laughs> right, it's just like there's there's the Havoc, which is the Devotion and the Vault. But more in the middle of the road, and it's still really good. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, it's like there's all these energy weapons. Uh, that they all start still relatively like meh. It's like okay off drop, but like the other three are just like still really freaking good at killing people instantly, right? At multiple ranges. <laughs> so right. it's like, yeah, they're nuts. Energy weapons are nuts, specifically with the turbocharger and the volt on its own, just being probably the best weapon in the game,
0: right? Yeah, now, if you can shoot it. And I think it's worth qualifying that they're, it's not that they're stronger than other guns, it's that they're easier to use. And because they're easier to use, it means more people can get kills with them.
1: Yeah, like, for instance, the Vault has, it, it doesn't have, like, super bad recoil, so you can pretty much use it at, like, most ranges <laughs> right and you can almost instantly kill people with it if you just hit all the shots in the magazine right um which you know it's not as easy as other weapons but it's it's not like super challenging well <laughs> you know? i feel like a little practice and you understand the vault and you can beam people down specifically if they're in a bad position just like boom just like, yeah they're done
0: <laughs> yeah and because there's no at no point do you have to ever manage your bullet drop or your travel speed, no matter how far mm-hmm. they are. It means it can be used at pretty much any range hmm pretty much i mean obviously the super far range isn't going to work for for anything um and then you get you slap on that purple mag and you can just you can just spray and pray, and like you'll have a pretty good success chance oh yeah i've been erased
1: off the face of this planet uh by volts and even i've seen clips of people using the Devo with the turbocharger at a massively long range yeah and and murdering people like and, and absolutely with with bad people.
0: aim right yeah because you can just spray the thing forever
1: yeah exactly and then players who have good aim because there are players who can control the recoil of the devotion especially if the devotion is like a gold barrel or something like yeah. really really well and they they can murder people it doesn't matter where you are it's just like a matter of making sure you're behind them that player at all every point in time either be behind them or have a massive and be point blank with them if you want to win yeah
0: um yeah the energy energy stuff is really crazy right um precision choke is now built into the triple taking the peacekeeper uh i felt like that was a change that's been coming for a long time i felt like i heard about a long time ago but um like that's a good change it's necessary for sure because of the loot pool because the loot pool is so crowded now and it just keeps getting more crowded and there's other things they're doing, like the crafting machine fixes that too, right? Because it takes stuff out of, out of the loophole. pool. But, um, like that, that's a perfectly fine change. I mean, it didn't. We didn't really feel it with the peacekeeper because it's been in the box all last season, so it always had the choke on exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. So then it was just the triple take, and it felt stupid to, <laughs> to have a mod that was for, or to have a hop up that was for one gun. So, yeah. um, does this make the triple take more pickable for you?
1: I think so, but I still don't use it just because there's so many other good weapons, and yeah. personally, as a player, like I just tend to not like snipers as much because I have more Apex is just so fun in the close and mid uh, or yeah close and mid ranges, mm-hmm. I just love fighting in those ranges i and I don't get me wrong, I love sniping too, I just tend to not do it if if I don't have to, and I don't think you have to like run snipers in this meta, so I still don't pick it up, but i think I like it I think it's a good change hundred percent
0: um have you been able to pull an r ninety nine out of the red drop?
1: I did today, yes, how's that feel? feels great, but I missed and then died, <laughs> <laughs> but it's still really good i like i I actually love it because now all three weapons from the uh from the crates are weapons i I'm absolutely in love with they're like yeah. flawless weapons to me i they're so fun, they're so good, like I love it,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the, while it's in the crate, the damage is increased from 11 to 12. Magazine increased to 32. The reserves increased to 160. So it's the R99, but better. Yeah. You know, like, how scary does that sound? <laughs> uh, and then we got our devotion back. That was the last one. Clip size reduced back to original values 36, 40, 44, 48. 48 with the purple. Just <laughs> crazy. Um, fully kitted weapon swaps. We can skip that Uh, updated loop. Oh, so the, this was kind of interesting. I wanted to ask your thoughts on this, not that it's super huge impact or anything, but the way that they have increased uh, sniper ammo. So you now can stack 24 instead of 16. And every time you pick one up, you pick up 12 instead of eight. But -hmm. at the same time, now the charge rifle uses two ammo per shot and the mag is increased from four to eight. Mm-hmm. What's that about? Because the other snipers didn't get a, a, a nerf to compensate for the the stack buff.
1: Yeah, I d- I didn't really understand it fully either. Uh, I I'm guessing they're trying to incentivize running players running snipers more since it's. Not it hasn't been in the meta for a while. Like ever since the charge rifle got nerfed after it was insane, you don't see as much sniper play. And maybe having more ammo for all of the snipers besides for their charge rifle, which I think was the best sniper mm. until now. I, I'm guessing that's what it is. Is they kind of nerf? They keep the charge rifle functioning the same way or whatever. And well, even then, I guess it. It's a bit of a too. nerf,
0: yeah. Because like you don't you don't pick up double ammo
1: yeah so. so uh, I'm guessing that's what it is It's just like a mild incentive to maybe use more snipers and more various amounts of them.
0: yeah, uh, along with that, the triple take also got a buff, so not only does it have the choke built on on which you can turn off. I've never really mm-hmm. understood that why do you want why do you want to?
1: Is it just the it sound do... yeah yeah, maybe it does have something to do with. I I almost feel like firing with the triple take isn't as instantaneous with the choke on or something, or mm. or perhaps you can get more of an average because if you fire with the sh- with the choke without charging it, then those three shots really spread. Yeah, maybe without it, you get more of an average, like a kind of more if you want to just fire it really fast, sustained not damage. Mm. Yeah, okay. uh,
0: with that, it also got uh, magazine size increase one per um, magazine. Uh, and then a fire rate increase from 1.25 to 1.4, so just all around buff. Everything that you could do to help the triple take, it's there. Um, here's the one I'm most excited about: the Hemlock. Mm-hmm. So the Hemlock uh, has three things: reduced vertical recoil in burst mode, uh, reduced recoil pattern from second and third shots, so that the first burst kicks less. So the so that means like it does the three round burst and the th- the second and third don't kick up as much mm-hmm. on top of a vertical re uh recoil reduced um and then burst mode time between burst has been decreased from 0.32 to 0.28 so it shoots faster it has less spread and less recoil mm-hmm. uh so, i yeah i have seen people just wrecking with this new hemlock it's nuts <laughs> um it's, i yeah I I love burst weapons in all games and everybody thinks I'm weird for liking burst weapons, but I just, I need, uh, I don't know, I need something to keep me reined in, keep me focused on the target rather than just Mm -hmm. unloading and trying to track. And Mm -hmm. I've always loved the Hemlock and these changes are like, delicioso.
1: I think they're so good that they may have to nerf it because like you, there have been times where, It's just disgusting how fast it kills people. There was one time where I I don't think I've ever been more shocked. Because every now and then you'll do something and you'll be like, whoa, what just happened? I was more shocked, I think, than I'd ever been in-game. And that something subverted my expectations when I had the Hemlock Off drop. And in one burst, I did some insane damage. I dropped them in one burst. They were all headshots. And it just murdered the person. It was like a yellow number that was way in the hundreds. It was and I was like, oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. yeah, like exactly. It was like I just reported myself for cheating. It was it was something nuts. So, and I didn't get that all the time since I picked up the hemlock. There was just one time where this one verse in particular from it was like from far out to just erase someone off the face of the planet. And I was like, oh my gosh. So, like you though, I actually like burst. I think burst is really fun ever since Halo 2's VR. Oh yeah. I, I've loved it. I like it. They're just super fun to use. I've always still before the they did the same thing with the Prowler. And I liked Prowlers before it. I thought the Prowler was nuts off drop because you could just burst people down in one burst. Like it's and it's so accurate. I yeah. don't know. I think they're gonna have to <laughs> nerf them yeah, again. It's too good. Once players catch on, like, oh my gosh, those things just destroy players
0: um okay spitfire improved recoil controllability honestly i feel this one i know it's just like one short line but you know especially once you get a barrel on there i feel like the spitfire is so much more stable now mm-hmm. which is like I agree. so scary everything is uh everything is lmg this season you know especially with the new legend um mm-hmm. and i we're just me and all the potatoes are out there just spraying and praying and it's working <laughs> it's totally working Uh, Havoc got a new recoil pattern that is less horizontal. So the rounds don't spray left and right as much. Um, which they basically explain it. It will let them tweak the numbers easier because when it goes left and right, it's like a little change this way makes it way too good. And a little change the other way makes it way too bad. So by changing Mm -hmm. the pattern, so it's more square shaped, I think, uh, than long, they feel like they can fine tune it better, which is, right. Right fine like okay you made the havoc better like (laughs) they're still so good i feel like a lot of things is like good things are getting better and bad things are getting worse in these patch notes it's kind of a theme
1: yeah i I totally agree with that
0: uh mozambique from three to four kind of interesting to do it it now yeah (laughs) i don't know why now
1: it always felt like it was in the game as a meme and then they realized it really fast and they kept it there. Like it's just always been a meme weapon. Yeah. And all of a sudden they're like, nah, let's, let's make that Mozambique still impractical and very bad, but just slightly less really bad. right?"
0: Like, okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm cool with it. <laughs> uh, on a similar note, the P 2020 now has uh, increased damage from 13 to 15, but decreased hammer point multiplier from 2.7 to 2.35. Uh, it also got an increased magazine size. It can hold two more, not consistently two or one more per uh per magazine size on it so yeah again, nobody 's using that for more than a second anyway exactly. so
1: I, I think it 's actually a big nerf to B twenty twenty because it 's like the weapon of choice for hammer point users. obviously nerf that, and now you 're just only slightly less helpless when you pick it up off the drop because otherwise, if you don 't have hammer point, nobody 's using it so, yeah. It, it doesn't do much. It just kind of nerfs its late game use.
0: Yeah. Uh, two more guns. The Sentinel only needs one shield cell. If you have the gold armor, probably should have always been like that. Mm-hmm. Just makes sense. And then the Prowler. Uh, just like the Hemlock, reduced vertical recoil in burst mode, but increased horizontal recoil in auto mode. So it's less mm-hmm. accurate in full auto, more accurate in burst mode. I think that's probably fair. Yeah. Probably fair okay i think we did it everything else is bug fixes was there any notable bug fixes (laughs) that you wanted to mention they
1: they added a performance uh issues being solved in a lot of areas of the map and Mm -hmm. i overall i feel like the map has performed better since i've landed on it (laughs) i haven't kept track of location specific performance because i still like will drop frames in like capital Mm -hmm. but Otherwise I yeah, I think they I felt it like in a in a very subconscious passive way. Just it seems like it's more consistent of a map to play on.
0: Uh aside from the the download problems, I feel like this was the first season I can remember that didn't start with like big problems in the game. Uh yeah, I
1: think we could be right on that. It was hard for us Hmm. to
0: get in, but like I there's no hit reg problems. There's no like swimming underwater through the beginning of the match. Uh, None of that weird stuff that we usually have at the beginning of a big patch like this. So, Mm -hmm. you know, bravo, golf clap. Um, (laughs) Next week, uh, I want to get into all the map changes. There's a lot to talk about around uh, the map. Uh, I want to get in deep with our Rampart discussion. Um, I guess we can talk about it just briefly here. Like, uh, I'm really, I'm, I'm pretty happy. I actually yeah, I, I actually do. like playing Rampart a lot. It feels like another Loba to me, like a character that's very fun to play, that I'm not playing to win games with. But uh that the the LMG per her passive that lets her uh reload and have bigger magazines on top of the using the devotion and the Spitfire, which both got buffs, is like really fun. It feels good. Yeah. And dropping those walls feels super fun. You can have five of them. You can just keep dropping them around and picking them back up. You get a little charge back. Um, I've not been able to use Sheila too effectively. Um, you know, if anything, maybe to just, like, suppress them into a building so my team could push. Because um, mm-hmm. it's it, – it's, the range on it is so awful. Like, I, yeah. I think you, they need to be medium close for that thing to be even a little bit useful. Yeah. Um uh, what are you gonna say?
1: Pretty much the same thing. I think this is the most successful new character they've introduced, like from day one. Like she's fun and uh and not like horrifically bad. And it's it's like she's just an interesting, fun character who's not totally bad. Probably not gonna be in the competitive meta, but I think the right creative players could make her work for sure. Uh, like you said, the, the instant cover dropping is really cool when you get all five charged. In just a moment, you could pretty much boom, 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 drop five covers, put down Sheila, use an ult cell, put down another Sheila, and have this massive fortress with gun turrets all around it. It feels cool. It's yeah. like fun. I, I've been playing her pretty much as much as I can since it started, and I don't feel like this helpless bad character. I, I feel like she has uses for sure. I've used Sheila... To actually, some success. Like if you continue shooting it, it gets more and more accurate. Mm. So I've even had success at range, not at killing people, but at like ruining teams, especially if they're fighting at range. Yeah. Um,
0: I loved yeah. setting. I love getting set up and unloading into two teams that are fighting. Yes, it exactly. <laughs> it doesn't. It's so fun. Yeah, it's not like wiping everyone, obviously, but it just completely disrupts what every single person is doing. <laughs> instantly instantly so it's super fun Scatter like ants yeah (laughs)
1: it's so funny like if you're in a high ground position and nobody's focused on you and there's team fighting below you you don't even have to really have full vision on the players you can just wildly like just fire into them and watch them scramble around yeah and what you'll be doing is getting hits between like 13 and 17 on some players like and it's just right yeah it's just funny that's really what it is is it's like really really funny and it adds to a cool feel overall feel on the map like there's some like fortified position, raining down bullets on you and you kind of have to get covered. It's not like super dangerous, but like, you can't really ignore it either. Yeah. It's kind of this cool, like, you know, No, uh, and
0: it's fun to get shot at too. You know, it's kind of exciting when that thing's like, and I'm, I'm not that afraid of it, but I do want to get away quickly.
1: Yeah. It's like the devotion, but the, but doesn't make you mauled. Right. It's (laughs) like, Oh gosh, dang it. But you're kind of laughing more than you're like, no.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've uh, I've set up in I I remember this skyhook game where I was, you know, up on the hook where you can see 360 around mm-hmm. you and set up a few of them there and then as the teams came, I made them just run from building to building trying to get away from me as I just <laughs> chased them around with this gun. It's really it is yeah. really fun to use. Uh Right, and there's uh in
1: the I think the rocket ship area um I forgot what it's called. I know the other staging area is called countdown, but not the one with the actual rocket on it. Yeah. Me and my team barricaded up that control center and put guns on each of the three open windows and all three of us were raining down hellfire on the below teams because the end zone was there. So they were all (laughs) running around and we were just memeing on the entire (laughs) lobby. It was the funniest thing ever.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah. So I'm I'm excited to see what kind of funny clips come out of her this season. Um so yeah, so oh one more point I wanted to make though. I am I am still a little skeptical about tying a legend to a weapon or a weapon type. It does seem kind of weird to me because it's limiting, you know, because like any rotation to LMGs or addition LMGs is a nerf or a buff to one character. It's kind of weird. And then if you are playing her and you don't have an LMG, you are playing at a disadvantage because the other characters are using their passives. So it doesn't make her worse not to use one, but it means that every character has a perk that you don't have. So in a way it it makes her worse.
1: It's a really good point and I completely agree.
0: So I yeah, I feel I don't want to see us go too far down that road and I'm afraid of what it means for like all the future potential changes and additions and everything because now we're stuck to Rampart and what she does. Now her passive right. can change as the game changes. Mm-hmm. But that it it does scare me a little bit.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great thing to bring up and totally warranted. And on the sort of the same note, not really, but sort of, they absolutely need to change Pathfinder's passive. Since yes, now the pa- his passive is also the Recon class's passive. It, it that makes no sense that his passive. uh No, his is passive
0: delayed. is when he scans. It takes ten seconds off of his all oh, up sorry. to six seconds. <laughs> <nine. laughs> that is his passive now. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they absolutely need to alter that. Without a doubt, it needs to be way something completely different. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully, 100. Uh, percent. Yeah. Uh,
0: so when Whitney comes back next week, we'll talk about all the cool new map changes and we'll talk about the crafting system because I want to kind of set up, set aside a lot of time. It's it's really interesting. It's actually bigger than I ever thought it would be. Mm-hmm. So um, that'll do it for this week. Thank you for listening to the show. Please reach out to us. I would love to know who's, like, listening and liking the show, what your thoughts are, what we should do, you know, like, that whole feedback thing. So, you know, uh, this is part of The Gamer. Uh, you will find us streaming on The Gamer's Facebook page. That's a really great place to, like, interact with us in real time. Uh, but also, you know, we're both on Twitter. I'm at EpicSweitzer. And what's yours?
1: I'm at Finn TTV, which is spelled P-H-I-N-T-T-V.
0: Yeah, so, you know, like, reach out to us. We love doing the show, and I think it'd be a lot more fun if, like, we had a little more uh, interaction with with you guys out there listening. So hit us up. That'd be cool. Uh, with that, we'll uh, be back next week for week two, season six, when you'll be here, and it'll be a lot of fun. Bye. Bye.